This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. We've been talking today about that viral video that has been making the rounds about the racist rant in Burnaby. It was at a shopper's drug mart there on Kingsway. It had been posted to social media about a day and a half ago or so. Now, the Facebook user who asked not to be identified says that he didn't see how the incident started, but that he thinks it began with a dispute over the handling of a return or an exchange or the price of a product or something like that. Uh, He posted the full video on globalnews.ca so you can see the whole thing there. It's about a minute and a half or so. Uh, but here's a brief excerpt of how it sounds. Shut up. Speaking in Chinese is crying. Shut up. You're rude. Speak English in Canada. Rude as fuck. Shut up. You're rude. You are rude. Go somewhere else. You want a manager to talk to me, you bring your manager here. If you want to talk to me, you bring your manager here, you idiot, or go speak Chinese with your other staff and talk to me somewhere else. Get him somewhere else. Shut up and get out of here, you idiot. Just brutal, right? Like, just absolutely brutal. Now, if she wanted to make the point of speak English in front of customers, then there's a very polite way to say that. Uh, excuse me, I don't I don't understand what you're saying. Could you please speak English? Uh, yeah, I would like to talk to a manager, please. There's a lot of different ways to do this. That the extreme wrong way. But the person who also recorded that felt that he couldn't, he didn't want to get involved because he was also of Asian descent, didn't want, he was, wasn't sure what would happen, whether the person would turn on them or, or or what is it? So it got us talking today about getting involved when you see somebody uh, being verbally abused. This has happened to a lot of people. We had so many examples earlier when we were discussing this. And many people also, though, freeze. They're not sure. Should I do this? Should I step in? Like, what if something violent happens? Maybe I should just stay out of it. There's uncertainty around that. We wanted to talk about that today. Joining us now is Lisa Dixon-Wells, the founder of Dare to Care, which is a bullying prevention organization. Lisa, thank you very much for joining me. Oh, thank you so much. Is this something that you've discussed with people before about whether or not, like, should you step in? Like, what should you do? All the time. All the time. We uh, work predominantly in schools and with amateur sports, but that also means we work with the adults in those communities, teachers, coaches, and parents. And, uh, you know, we're constantly saying we're asking our kids to step in and stand up for others in schools, but as adults, we need to be doing far more of that and modeling how to do it without uh, escalating the situation. I think that is the key, right? A lot of people don't know what is the right way to approach a situation like that. Right. And, and when, uh, when you get angry and frustrated, uh, human nature is we start talking a lot, yapping, and it's very easy. The more words you use, the more likely you're going to be engaged or become engaged in an escalating situation. So what we always tell adults and, and kids is that if they witness something, they don't need to fix it. They're not in, in a position to fix it, but they need to acknowledge it with the fewer words possible. So just saying, hey, cut it out or stop it. And you say it twice and then your job is done. Um, You're either going to, it's either going to stop or it's not, but at least you've acknowledged it. And all studies point that 90% of of the time when people intervene that way, uh, the bullying or disrespect stops within 10 seconds. Do you think, like, does the bully or the person who's having these tirades at that point, do they just not... 
understand that this is in public, that other people can hear them? Because I think that's what a lot of people wonder, too, is like, why would you do this in public? Oh, I think there's a bit of both. I mean, if it's truly a bullying situation, and this is a, a woman who does this all the time, part of it is is the, the power she feels in uh, feeling intimidating others. So it's it's become part of her personality style. And in other situations, you're just so upset and so angry. Uh, yeah, you're unaware of the people around you. It doesn't make it okay, but you're unaware of, of how you're coming across maybe because you're so uh, immersed in, in the emotion. Right. Why do you think sometimes, Lisa, that people are afraid to step in? Well, I think, unfortunately, we hear about it all the time where innocent bystanders step in and, and become injured or, or even worse. And what we're not hearing is the fact that that innocent bystander allowed themselves to become engaged in a power struggle with someone who is uh, not going to take no for an answer. And again, it escalates very, very quickly and gets out of control. So I, I think control is the big part here for the per- person who is stepping in is to be controlled enough to just say, it, hey, cut it out. Know that the person's going to turn around and say something snotty like this is none of your business or get lost because they're trying to engage you in a power struggle. So you just say it again, stop it, and then walk away. Or in this case, walk away and then video it. Um, But you got to say something. Yeah, what do you think then about the fact that there's all these videos out there, but quite often in the case of these videos, nobody actually said anything? Yeah, well, and, and again, I, I I understand why people feel like they're doing something by, by videotaping, but, and if that's what you want to do, uh, first, at least use your words and say, hey, cut it out twice, and then if the person doesn't stop, then pull out your video camera if that's what you need to do, but uh, just shooting a video is doing nothing. Okay, is this something that we're learning slowly, you think, or has social media kind of exacerbated this issue? Oh, I think it's exasperated because, I mean, it's you see how quickly things go viral. Uh, before, we would just talk about, oh, did you see that person at, at the mall the other day uh, ranting out uh, one of the employees? We would talk about it, but now we're all witness to it. I, I wonder if, too, the recording of it makes us reluctant to step in as well, because then maybe that's all you're going to be on camera as well. Well, perhaps, but wouldn't you want to step in and be that person that actually is able to de-escalate it. And, and the other part of it, too, is that, you know, and I, I don't want to um, minimize the potential threat in some situations that, you know, listen to your gut. If you feel like it's a den- dangerous situation, then uh, don't just video, go and get help, strength, strength in numbers. But 90% of the time that we witness things in malls and stores, at swim pool, hockey, it, all it takes is a few quick words of, of cut it out and honestly, that it will stop. All right. Well, Lisa, thanks so much for the discussion today. Oh, well, thank you for having me on. That's Lisa Dixon-Wells, founder of Dare to Care, a bullying prevention program.